0: Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. Um, But before we go, I'm probably going to go a little bit over today uh, because we have uh, some things. Ash has been following what's going on in the speaker race. Um, And I want to make sure that we cover a little bit of it. So uh,
1: Tucker Carlson came out swinging against um against some of the vote dissenters in the speaker race um
0: this first one is on <laughs> is on crenshaw not a favorite of ours on, on this show mr world economic leader uh world economic forum you know the same group that uh for whatever reason has kevin mccarthy up on their website uh but let's watch this first clip of tucker talking about dan Crenshaw.
2: Yet today congressman dan crenshaw of texas a surrogate for kevin mccarthy did in fact he did what neocons always do he labeled anyone doesn't like a terrorist watch
3: those of us are saying like look you pushed us into this corner so now we're now we're saying we won't vote for anyone but mccarthy that's why we're saying it because we cannot let the terrorists win
2: oh they're terrorists now it's hard not to see the connection because Over the past few years, pretty much every part of the war on terror has been turned against the domestic political enemies of the neocons. So now they're just coming out and telling you what they told you about Iraq. Either you're with us or you're against us. You're on the side of light or darkness. You're good or evil. Dan Crenshaw went all the way, as neocons always do. He proceeded to go to CNN to call his political opponents enemies of the state looking for a little Soviet-style politics, watch this.
3: This handful of members is um, uh, very clearly looking for notoriety over principle. That's what it is. And anyone who suggests differently is um, in in, in some kind of make-believe fantasy reality. But if you're a narcissist... If you're a narcissist and you believe that your opinion is so much more important than everyone else's, then you'll keep going. And you'll threaten to tear down the team for, for the benefit of the Democrats, just because of your own sense of self-importance. That's exactly what's happening here. We will not vote for anyone else, but McCarthy. These people think they're stubborn, we're more stubborn. They think they're not going to get the communities that want. Well, obviously they won't, but it's going to be so much worse than that. You know, they are enemies now.
2: So you may like Kevin McCarthy or not. Both are allowed. But no matter how you feel, you have to acknowledge, if you're being honest, that people who don't like Kevin McCarthy have a reason for that. They have real concerns, real issues. But you'll notice that Dan Crenshaw didn't address any of those, none of them. Instead, he impugned their motives, their character, their intelligence, their moral standing. They're narcissists. In fact, and we're quoting, they are enemies now. Now, what you just saw... As Dan Crenshaw spoke, what you just saw is the snarling face of the donor class.
1: The donor class, a good way to put that.
0: Um, And as you know, we're not really huge fans of Dan Crenshaw here on the show. But again, he's talking about, oh, well, you think you're stubborn? We're more stubborn. Where was that during COVID? Where was that during sending all this money to Ukraine? Where has that been the last couple of years? All of a sudden, they have the speaker vote. And regardless what you want to, uh, what outcome you want in the, (coughs) excuse me, in the speaker race, uh, now all of a sudden the, the conservatives, you know, people like Dan Crenshaw and some of these other people, all of a sudden they find, uh, an unbreakable stubbornness to elect Kevin McCarthy. I think there are a few other instances over the past few years where the American people would have appreciated that. Perhaps not just for Kevin McCarthy's sake. But again, what master do these people actually
1: serve? Because it's not us. Um, these are Dylan Wells. Uh, these are some quotes, I believe, from uh, <laughs> uh, on Crenshaw in an interview
0: talking about what's going on right now. Uh, One of them, they need to be men and adults and say what they want instead of playing these little games. That's what we're asking. That's what I've asked of them. Some of them are my friends. Stop saying platitudes. Washington is broken. We can't do the status quo, Crenshaw said. They want to pull the pins on the grenades and lock the doors, he said of the effort. They have zero ability to articulate what they want. That would cause them to vote yes. <clears throat> it is utterly confusing, then they got they get mad at us for criticizing. It's quite hilarious the self victimization that occurs he said of his attempts at outreach to the twenty
1: Wow, man, not reading the room very well. are you, buddy? Sorry to tell you, Dan
0: uh one more i can't- I can hold out forever. He said McCarthy would have to resign from Congress. I'll consider an alternative. But I'll tell you what, whoever that 20 wants, I will never vote for that person. I do not care who it is. They want to play this game.
1: We'll play the game. It should not be a game. I'm sorry. Dan Crenshaw should not be a game. I will never vote for that
0: person. What if the person's qualified? What if the person would be uh, <coughs> what if the person would be a good choice? Just because they're not Kevin McCarthy? Is this like, you know, we had to elect Biden? Because we just can't choose anyone else. Is this like when uh, you know the CIA, uh, you know, said, "Hey, Tulsi Gabbard, sorry, we can't. We're not going to be raising any more money for you because you went against the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, by choosing
1: Bernie Sanders." Is this the same thing? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like you know, very clearly, the deep state playing deep state, and then they they want to act in public as if they're Playing politics. Uh, Lauren Bobert also uh, had some things to say. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. I'm sorry, you guys. My <coughs> apologies. My voice is is uh, going out. Um, but Lauren Bobert uh, went on MSNBC, and she had some things to say as well. Uh, so this is a short clip
4: strong and uh, Kevin McCarthy does not have 218 okay taxpayers are paying your salary while we are waiting for this and again we can talk policies uh, on many days I mean you want to talk inflation sure we can inflation is too high but let's look at it. We've got unemployment. There's two jobs for every unemployed person. Gas prices are lower today than they were yes, a year Joe Biden's ago. Economy terrible terrible in the economy is terrible for the American people. You are correct. We are living in a complicated economy, ma'am. We're not living in a bad economy. And I invite you back another night it. To was great that. under President Trump.
5: And real quick, guys, I want to remind you of another one of our sponsors. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings. When you've finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can hold gold and silver in a tax shelter retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to the number 989. 898 eight. with an a plus rating with the better business bureau thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews secure your future with gold start today with your free info kit there's zero obligations to make this request just text daily d-a-i-l-y to nine eight nine eight nine eight. again that's nine eight nine eight nine eight.
0: okay so msnbc uh clearly uh the enemy of truth and the people so MSNBC is playing politics. What about Fox News?
2: Isn't it time for you to pack it in, and your side to pack it in? Considering he has over two hundred, and you have twenty.
4: Sean, I understand the frustration. I promise you, but I'm not um, frustrated. He does you didn't not answer have the my vote, question, and we are hearing.
3: We I'm are not, hearing from many frustrated. people who are
4: still voting with Kevin McCarthy, You're who not are answering very supportive my of what we're doing, and they're cheering us on. So there are more for us than are against us, and they are waiting for Kevin to cave. Okay. Um, Congresswoman, you know, the American the people are certainly frustrated by—
2: I'm frustrated by you not answering a direct question. You said to President Trump, you, you said earlier today that President Trump needs to tell Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy does not you don't votes. have the we votes. to
4: come Hold on. A can I finish? Elect a can I finish?
2: You don't have the votes, and it's time to withdraw. He has 203. Your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you when he has so many more votes?
4: Well, Sean, he needs 218, and he does not have 218. We've been trying Neither to work this you. out in private, as you said. For months. But Kevin McCarthy didn't even want to listen to us until his disappointing midterms. We all want a unified party. But this isn't chaos. It's a functioning constitutional republic. When everything is said and done, okay, I like uh, the cliche. House Republicans will be stronger and better prepared to lead than we ever have before. I believe that this read- is what our founding fathers intended. And okay, this is showing yesterday that our voted- votes are working. Our votes aren't just an, uh, a cast. Congresswoman, to I'd ask a you not key. to
2: filibuster. Yes,
0: our votes are not just a cast to elect a king. I like that phrase. Uh, another fail from Fox News, carrying the water of the deep state.
4: They can discuss ways to get around this and try to come together today at, at noon.
3: Right, but here's the thing. If you pick, Jim, just so insincere the insurrectionists are, I probably shouldn't use that word, the people that don't want to vote for Kevin They would disagree with that, right? saboteur, that So Saboteur. this. So if you pick... <laughs>
0: This is what desperation looks like. <laughs> uh, and then one more, uh, Byron Donalds. <laughs> listen, to, listen to who they, uh, listen to what they call a prop. Your
6: Democrat colleague, sure. Cori Bush, attacked you online in a tweet. She calls you a prop for upholding white supremacy. I'd like you to take this opportunity to respond to that, sir. Well, I mean, first of all, I, I thought it was just blatantly outrageous. Um, first, you know, it, man, that it, it, that sucked, man, to be honest with you, man. I'm sorry. I, I feel, you know, bad that she really put that out there because – You know, if you see a black man rising, I mean, let the man rise, even if you don't agree with him. Specifically to my policies, I would argue that she should sit down and debate me one-on-one, and let's do that, Stu. We could do it on your program, we could do it on CNN, we could do it on MSNBC. I'm open to all of that. Uh, But to to throw a statement out there, I thought was just uh, the complete wrong thing to do. Uh, You know, as a black man to a black woman, I would have never done that to her. It's, It's a shame that she did it to me. It was an insult. Thank you very much for joining us, sir. We appreciate it. I know you've got to go back to the negotiations, right, you, and we're so glad that you're with us this morning to at least appear with us. We appreciate that. Thank you, sir.
0: All right, so props, white supremacy, insurrectionists, obstructionists.
1: I think we get the point, right? Cat Turb put a poll up. Uh, should Kevin McCarthy be Speaker?
0: There are... 98,647 votes at the time of this screenshot, which was earlier this morning.
1: Uh, 88.9% no, 11% yes. So take that for what it is. Uh, Yes, I agree. His response was golden. Ah, apologies. Apologies again. Uh, but again,
0: uh, polling hasn't really changed. I don't think we've seen any shift. You know, again, the poll is nearly 90% now of 100,000 people, just, just about. No, it's still, still nobody wants Kevin McCarthy and they still want to keep shoving Kevin McCarthy down his throat. When you have a guy who's sitting there telling you, it's my turn. I'm sorry,
1: that's not how a republic works. In fact, I don't even think that's how democracy works unless it's rigged. Um, But. uh, Justin Amash, who I've had some issues with, actually, I've had some serious issues with Justin
0: Amash uh, over the last six years, but uh, he called the U.S. leadership an oligarchy. And I think rightfully so. So here's what Justin Amash said.
3: We have an oligarchy right now. The centralization of power means that there are basically three, four, five people at most who are really deciding things. It's the leaders of the parties in in Congress, and it's the president of the United States. Those people are deciding everything. And they don't even want these other coalitions to form. They're trying to prevent me from working with progressives on issues where we align. They're trying to prevent other conservatives from working with with liberals or progressives on a whole host of issues. They don't want those coalitions because they know that we might be able to form majorities. For a long time, I was working on surveillance issues, trying to prevent the, the federal government from spying on the American people and they would go out of their way as a unit. Mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi would team up with Paul Ryan or John Boehner and the President of the United States, whether it was uh, Obama or Trump, they'd all team up every time to stop us because they knew that we could put together a majority if they just let the process work out.
1: If they just let the process work out. And see, this is, I think, what we're seeing, is that they're trying to create as much of a, a narrative
0: that Kevin McCarthy is desirable, or at least desirable enough, he's at least not enough of a problem, that we should just accept it, that it's his turn, so the American people should just accept that, and that what's going on in Congress isn't anything more than a show to make it appear as if no one else could get it. Uh, we, you saw that in uh, in several of the clips that I
1: just played. Uh, you know, the, the one witch attacking Lauren, Lauren Boebert. <clears throat> um, but now even uh, we have Ken Buck. Uh, so he's down, what was it,
0: Ash? He's at 201 now. Uh, I think 201 votes. So Ken Buck is discussing bailing on Kevin. Uh, all, all too soon.
2: Um, you said something to Kevin McCarthy uh, about what needs to happen going forward. Tell us what you said. Well, I've had a number of
6: conversations with Kevin and, and just basically told him that at some point this needs to break loose. Uh, he either needs to uh, make a deal that bring the uh, 19 or 20 over, or uh, he needs to step aside and give somebody else a chance to do that. I don't know what that time frame is. But it makes sense that at some point today, we, we are able to move forward in a way that uh, we elect a speaker. Unfortunately, the Democrats won't agree to a motion to adjourn so the Republicans can meet um, The rebels uh, the 20 group uh, that that is opposing McCarthy won't agree to a motion to adjourn So we're going to keep going through this exercise on the floor. The smart thing to do is to uh, g- uh, Get together uh, have a conversation choose somebody and, and let's move forward Right,
2: right. I mean one would have thought that that would have happened already it's not like it was a mystery that this vote was coming up and somehow kevin mccarthy was caught unawares i mean we knew this vote was happening uh and it seemed very clear that whether it was five votes or 20 votes kevin mccarthy was not going to have the votes um do you think he's going to lose on this fifth ballot well of course of course
6: the the 20 have have not budged and and the democrats aren't going to vote for him so uh, we're pretty much going
2: to get the same vote uh, this time as we got the last four times So your message to kevin mccarthy is basically we need to fish or cut bait we need to if you can't get to 218 or 217 whatever the the threshold is we need to find someone else who might that be well
6: i think the next in line is steve scalise Uh, and i don't know if steve gets more or or less Uh, i think that at some point we've got to start looking at the uh, rules and, and and the committee assignments and other things and uh, just get back to the, the basics of, of what people, what their self-interest is in this case and uh, meet some of those interests and, and hopefully get the votes.
1: So again, I'm not going to pretend I know what's really going on behind the scenes in Washington. Uh, you know, there, perhaps there's some, uh, perhaps there's some truth to,
0: uh, you know, the idea that you play ball, devil that you know, whatever. I don't think that's the case. I think that those 20 people who are continually being vilified now, being called insurrectionists and obstructionists and all these, all these nice names by these creatures, uh, I think those are the only people who are just standing up with, you know, with any amount of resolve and saying, no, if the American people deserve better than that. I think that the rest of them are playing games at a time when we don't have time to play games.
1: Is my opinion. Um, but I think they are, I think their will to continue this is weakening,
0: especially with the fact that many people are watching this. I'm going to say fairly confidently that I don't think there's typically ever this much focus on the race for Speaker of the House, particularly not amongst the American people at large. Um, you know, just like now with election fraud and some of these press conferences that are going on. Uh the hearing that went on in Kerry Lakes, the Lake v Hobbs lawsuit these relatively uh, just years just a few years ago would have been relatively unwatched uh events. These types of hearings would never have the amount of viewership in and of themselves, nor would they have so many independent media outlets and journalists uh and you know independent creators following this tracking exactly what's going on, giving commentary, live streaming them. We, we are, because of the focus of the American people and of, uh, and of so many of these creators on what's actually going on of shows like this and so many others, there has never been ever at any point in our lives this much focus on politics and the political theater that we are seeing. And there's a lot to be uh, thankful for in that. You know, we, we have the entire country you have hundreds of thousands of people voting just on one Twitter poll on who should be Speaker of the House, on whether or not it should be Kevin McCarthy. That's unprecedented. You know, back when uh, you know, I mean, imagine before Donald Trump, uh, typical political cycles. Yeah, sure, you'd have the people that watch the news. They watch Fox, Fox. They watch NBC. Some people would watch both, uh, and they would actually uh, pay attention and see. Uh, you know, think that they had a clear understanding of what was going on and that this is just how democracy works, to use the term that they want us to regurgitate now. Uh, but now we have millions, millions and millions of Americans who realize that this is not how democracy works. This is how the deep state works. This is how the cabal works. This is how the oligarchy that was described earlier
1: um, by, <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um,
0: by uh, Justin Amash. Uh, th- th- this is what we're talking about. This is how uh, fake democracy works. This is how illusion plays out. This is how backdoor politics plays out. You have these people getting FTX money and then we're just supposed to accept, oh, sure, yeah. We, we just have to suck it up because it's their turn. Are you kidding me? These people who have flip-flops back and forth seemingly by the by the hour of the last few years. This is pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. They've already lost the narrative. So now they're just trying to hold on to the guardrails. And, you know, still try to steer the ship, though the storm is upon them. You know, they are driving the ship of the American body politic. And we the American people and the great awakening that is occurring are the storm. And they are caught in the middle of it. So they're trying everything that they can to maintain their grip on
1: the wheel. And really, I think that's all it boils down to. Oh, um, well, our facts blast today is
0: about this. We've never seen GOPers fight so hard. Saturday, it's against their own team. And their little image of uh, Mr. Crenshaw, Mr. Two Eyes Wide Shut, that everyone who disagrees with me is a terrorist. It's funny if it weren't so true and accurate, particularly in politics
1: these days and over the last few years, talking to you, looking at you, FBI, DHS, Biden. Um, But dear legislator, six rounds of voting. Kevin McCarthy
0: does not have the votes for Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House, it's pretty clear. He believes it's his turn. His surrogates came out on Wednesday. Called us infidels, called the members of his caucus infidels, terrorists, and other things. Disagreeing that Kevin McCarthy should be third in line for the president now makes you a terrorist. Kevin McCarthy should be investigated for his role in the FTX scandal. His use of funds from the scandalized crypto exchange should be audited. No kidding. And put this up again GOP is fighting hard against himself. How about the primaries? How about these midterms? These same people getting FTX money left out the American first candidates to dry, left out the American people. They've continually failed to focus on the fraudulent and stolen elections. They've continued to fail in uh, demonstrating some of that unshakable stubbornness when it comes to sending money to Ukraine, when it comes to uh, so many of the things that we've seen on COVID, when it comes to revealing the truth about the FBI's involvement with January 6th and so many other things. How about you have some, resol- some resolve for the right reasons? Electing Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House, uh, for of the House should not be the, ho- the hill to die on for the GOP. But maybe that's just me. Kevin McCarthy should be investigated for meddling in assembly in primary elections to overturn the will of the people at the most local levels. He should be politically punished, not rewarded for the failure of the 2022 red wave after he managed to lose dozens of winnable, <coughs> uh, winnable seats during a time of peak Democrat unpopularity. But 201 Republicans still, after six rounds of voting, believe Kevin should be allowed to fail upward. You should be embarrassed for supporting ineffective and ethical failure. GOP is hemorrhaging support. And more broadly, the American people are struggling to understand the value we derive from our investment in Congress. With every round of it's his turn, our confidence in that investment's return sinks lower. We are done with the status quo. We want change. Cancel Kevin McCarthy, nominate a serious
1: candidate, and they do exist. And may I add,
0: investment in Congress, just think about that. Think about the amount of money. Joe, Joe talks all the time about how much money these people, about their net worth. I mean, you know, this is, this is not new to anyone who's been following this, but it, I don't think that's something that we should continue uh, to kind of have in the back of our mind. These people are stealing from us. The GOP hemorrhaging support. Think about the context of that. These same people, a lot of these same rhinos, these traitors to the American people, they're the same ones who said Donald Trump is unelectable. Donald Trump should not be the GOP nominate. We cannot deal with someone who, who has uh, meetings with white supremacists. Donald Trump is the reason that the red wave didn't happen. Donald Trump is the reason that the midterms were underwhelming for Republicans. No mention of the election fraud. They say, no, we have to ditch Donald Trump. The most tone-deaf and self, <laughs> self-eviscerating self statements. Think about that line of thought. Donald Trump, the man who is single-handedly <laughs> responsible for any support mainstream in the American people,
5: self-reliance, independence, control over our own lives. These are the things we talk about a lot here at Conservative Daily. That's why we want to talk to you about AirMedCare Network's Fly You Home. It's the best way we know to keep control of your medical care should you find yourself hospitalized far from home. A Fly You Home membership gives you the option to be transported from that faraway hospital to one close to home so you can recover near friends, family, and your own doctor. And Fly You Home takes care of absolutely everything from hospital A to Hospital B at no extra charge. Membership is amazingly affordable. $159 a year covers everyone in your home. We've arranged for our listeners to get up to a $100 E gift card with a new membership. Just use code CONSERVATIVE, C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-T-I-V-E. Be sure you're the one making decisions about your health and healing. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward conservative today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash conservative. Use code CONSERVATIVE, C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-T-I-V-E.
0: Donald Trump, the man who single-handedly revived the Republican Party, the GOP, and led to the red wave that was stolen, that was sucked under the surface by these voting machines, by this establishment of fraud, by these registration issues. You have Peter Berniger's work. You have uh, Jeff O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean, I, you could go on and on and on. The issues that we have seen and some of these election officials, these attorney generals, these, these people continually failing, continually failing to address the elephant in the room. The elections are rigged. The opposition to the American people is funded by the GOP. The GOP is, in fact, the enemy of the American people. And Donald Trump stepped in and gave it some semblance of credibility and they have the nerve to say donald trump cannot be the candidate in 2024 the nominee in 2024 and kevin mccarthy must be speaker of the house
1: because it's his turn get right with god the american people see through this no matter what happens in the speaker uh, in the speaker race no matter how this turns out
0: it matters not because and I'll, I'll say this uh, over the holidays. I had some time to really reflect on how I approach everything that's going on and, and what my role is here and in my own life. And I, I talked about patience yesterday. And it's, it's imperative that we all remain patient and that we, we seal ourselves against what we're witnessing right now. Just because you know we should not jump straight to... <clears throat> We should not jump straight to oh, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy is going to get it, and all, it's all uh, you know. There's nothing we can do. I mean, to 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 an extent, that's right. That's absolutely right. The the swamp is deep. It's much deeper than many of us uh, realized. And I think, in many ways, that's a testament to Donald Trump's effectiveness in office when he was there. Think about all the things that now everyone is realizing. I mean, those of us, those who are following, yes. The FBI investigations, everything that they were doing, the censorship of his speech. Now, some of the things that are getting wide stream, wide uh, spread attention by the general public, things like Mike Benz uh, revealing the transition integrity part project. People at the Pentagon, John Podesta of all people, working to war game, removing Trump from office. Almost like reading from a history book. Some of the some of the things that they they war gamed in some of those documents and plans. I mean, these are massive, massive revelations for a great many people in America. But the Speaker House right now should not be a, uh, it should not be something that that causes us to have despair. Because we are witnessing a historic event. We are witnessing a historic upheaval of what has become, uh, you know, just another day
1: in Congress. And it's not today, the midterms were not. The deep state has never had to fight this hard just to stay afloat. The deep state has never
0: had to fight this hard to save face, to pretend that everything is not a sham and to convince us that we don't see it already. There has never been a period in history when so much of the American public was awake. I would not be surprised if eighty percent of the American people is actually awake. At least, at least to the generalities. At least they they see the bigger picture. Yeah, it's all it's all lie. It's all rigged. I truly would not be surprised. Not that they understand all of it. Not that everyone gets all the
1: details about COVID and about all these other things. But they see it. You don't, have, you, don't have to, uh, you don't have to be able to write a thesis
0: on the, the mechanisms of evil that are playing out in Congress and have played out in the COVID agenda and all these other things in order to see what's going on. You don't. You don't need to be able to rattle off information like Joe or like Peter Berniger or like Dr. Artis or Peter McCullough
1: or Judy Mikovits. You don't have to be able to do that to see and understand and feel In your heart that what we're told is not reality, that something is deeply, deeply wrong with the media, with our government, with our culture, that something is deeply, deeply flawed about how this country has
0: been run and about who is actually profiting off the backs of the American people, that
1: something about our legal system is deeply, deeply corrupt. Because we can all see it, even if you can't, can't articulate it. That's why this alternative media, real media, has risen
0: so swiftly, because people very clearly see. Because you, you, ha- you have an instinct for truth. Some people are, are more polarized away from it on some of these issues. But instinctually, I do believe that people have an instinct for truth. And so when you see it and when you hear it, that's why they want to ban comedy and some of these artists because they communicate in a way that transcends the logical mind. It skips around the critical filters. And it's why they use techniques like some of this predictive programming and some of these, uh, these comedy skits. It's why they put it in movies and on SNL. Because they, they want you to turn off your critical filter and just have you laugh. Because when you view it as entertainment, you stop to critically analyze.
1: That's why they want to ban true comedy. That's why they want to ban true art. Because it communicates on a level that, that will reach people who are turned off or who are
0: desensitized to hearing facts about COVID deaths. Those who have been so brainwashed and inundated with more COVID deaths, a million co- cases every day. The vaxxed are, uh, are safe. The unvaxxed are dying at astronomically higher rates. They throw the numbers, they throw the figures, they throw the facts in our face so many times that sometimes
1: there are those who can only be reached by art, by appealing to a a different sense of truth. And they're failing. So we have much to rejoice for. And that's why I will say unequivocally, we are winning. There have never been more people, you know.
0: Going back to the conversation I had with Rick and Rob, who ten years ago, who five years ago knew a damn thing about vaccines, actually, a lot of people think they did. I have a different perspective on on that particular topic and a few others on the medical side than a lot of people, because so I think it's much worse and it's been going on a lot longer than some people have realized yet. I do believe that wholeheartedly, but never, never in my lifetime. And in most of your lifetimes, actually, I'll just say unequivocally, never in any of our lifetimes have people been more tuned in to what is going on at the CDC, at the FDA, with the exception of perhaps people like, uh, like Robert Kennedy, or Del
1: Bigtree over the last few years, or the people who lost children, the mothers, the parents who saw their children injured, because those were the whistleblowers for years, for decades.
0: And now, just finally, they are starting to be vindicated, because the, the public at large
1: is starting to realize that we're, we're not told the truth. That the science is not settled, as they consider it science.
0: That trust the science means a very different thing than they want us to believe it does.
1: And that science is, in fact, a very different thing than they tell us it is. So, again, we are winning. Never before have people been following spending bills at this rate. Never
0: before have people been tracking VARES. Never before have there been millions of people watching multiple channels and documentaries about people dying from, uh, from a program like this. Never before have we seen the credibility of the medical establishment and the federal government and the intelligence agencies eviscerated.
1: Never before have we seen narrative uh, flipping and and panic in the media to guide our thoughts and to guide our behavior than we have right now. Never. It has never happened before. So I'm done ranting. So that's it. you guys,
0: uh, we're going to be tracking some more updates on the speaker boat, speaker vote, and on
1: all kinds of other things. Um, and I think that's all I have for you right now. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to jump off. So thank you all of you.
0: Uh, I know we went long today, so thanks for sticking it with us. Actually, before I go, if you guys, science has become a PSYOP. Yes, uh, very true. And I think it's worse than that, Jeff. Um, I'll just wait. If you guys have any, any questions on any of the things that we talked about, cause we covered a lot of different things today. So I'll give you a minute. If you have anything that, um, that you do have questions for, and then I'm going to jump
1: off and we will see you back in a few hours. Uh, oh wait, I forgot. I have one more video. Liberty Chick. Uh, Liberty Chick has a short video.
0: Uh, that I'll play for you real quick.
3: And it gives a damn about any of that. They care about the mission, and the conservative agenda is one that will accomplish the mission for the American people the best. But we can't start that agenda until we start governing.
4: Not to throw salt on your pirate pillaging that you're trying to do, but actually, what serves the American people best is when y'all do nothing so basically the longer you can go without governing us and taking all our money and coming up with more ways to oppress us probably the better just gonna say
1: boom i think that's a good way to to close out liberty chick gets it Ah. um good 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 all right awesome guys so i'll see you tomorrow thanks for staying long with me
0: and, uh, since a prayers to Joe, please, uh, yeah.
1: Wishing that it's nothing serious. And he, he heals up soon. Um, yeah, you know, I know he's going to be,
0: I know he's gonna be upset if his, uh, his back is bothering him and he can't jump up and down and, uh, you know, and throw someone on their neck if the opportunity arises. So, uh, pray for Joe to make a swift recovery and and uh, be back soon. And just pray uh, healing upon the American people and within our families, within our communities, and within our own hearts. I think that's the biggest thing. So praise be to God and God bless all of you. Thank you. We'll see you later. If you want to watch Conservative Daily podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble. On Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible